0: The Chicago White Sox could not stop Shohei Ohtani. He put on a show in every aspect possible. Sox lose 4-2. They had the bases loaded, nobody out in the ninth inning and could not execute. Michael Cope could not stop walking batters and the Sox are now 13 games under 500 at the halfway point of the season. You are locked on White Sox. Your daily Chicago White Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome back to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available at all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Locked on White Sox. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code MLB for $20 off your first purchase, last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Morawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore uh, ggtb. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Our Chicago White Sox try it again. They take on the Los Angeles Angels on Wednesday. Lucas Giolito is on the mound. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with SiriusXM XM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. Wow. State of the Sox. Uh, not good. 34-47, and 47, but just six games back in that ever-forgiving AL Central. Uh, on Tuesday, the White Sox fell to the Angels 4-2. Uh, It's the halfway point of the season. Can you believe it? 81 games uh, in the books. And it's not good, folks. Uh, You know that. Uh, We expected something, something better than before. We expected something more. Uh, Of course, uh, lyrics from uh, the National off of the album Boxer. Uh, Every time uh, we have a game, uh, like Tuesday, maybe like Monday. There's been a lot of them this season. I'm reminded of those lyrics uh, uh, from that song. Uh, we just expected something uh, better than what we have been seeing over the last few seasons. Uh, it, it's shocking, really. Uh, 13 games under 500 at the halfway point in 2022. Uh, White Sox were 39 and 42 at the midway point, but still. Six games back. Uh, can't get away from that six games back. Shohei Otani uh, put on a show Tuesday night. Wow, he was on the mound and he did it with the bat. Uh, Michael Kopech uh, was consistent and not in a good way. Sox offense uh, was dormant again as Tim Anderson and Luis Robert Jr. were each 0-4 with three strikeouts. Uh, full details later on in the episode. Uh, this was... Uh, something that I saw Tuesday morning uh, from uh, the score 670. Uh, There are two untouchables on the White Sox roster in the mind of USA Today columnist uh, Bob Nightingale. Uh, Those would be center fielder Luis Robert Jr. and right-hander Dylan Cease. As for everyone else, uh, nothing would surprise Nightingale ahead of the trade deadline on August 1st. Uh, Those are the only two untouchables, Nightingale said on the Mully and Haw show on 670 The Score on Tuesday morning. You can't trade Robert. He's a cornerstone of your future. Cease is a dynamic pitcher. They'd get a ton for him, particularly under team control. But if you want to win and you're not going to go into a massive rebuild, You need those two guys. I think just about everybody else would be available. But yeah, not those two guys. You just can't do it without telling the public we're going into a massive rebuild and going to lose 100 games the next few years. Oh, Bobby, Uh, I would not put anything past Jerry and the front office. Uh, socks, though, will have some huge decisions to make here as we're seeing how things are going to go, most likely, uh, at the end of... Uh, through, well, we, we, we don't know. May, maybe maybe they win in Oakland, but, you know, if you've been watching the Sox for a while, you know that the Oakland Coliseum is a house of horrors uh, for our Chicago White Sox, so who knows there. But uh, July, a tough schedule as well. Uh, again, 13 games under five hundred, and And just the, the categories, you know, starting pitching uh you know has been a different story um although we're starting to see a few trends here that I'm not really excited about we'll get to michael Kopech later in this uh, uh episode but uh you know offensively man just brutal i mean run diff uh you know on base percentage all that kind of stuff uh, not pointing to a team that's uh, on the make uh, that's for sure uh now you know, maybe Andrew Vaughn is a guy that's untouchable, depending on who you talk to. Um, you know, from a, from a fan perspective, uh, I'm trying to think of any other untouchables. May, maybe Andrew Vaughn, because of how he's been groomed, uh, letting uh, Jose Abreu walk and handing the reins to Vaughn. Uh, but if a team makes a crazy offer for Vaughn, not sure why they would right now uh, during this season, I think the White Sox are listening. Uh, honestly, you know, of, of a lot of these players, you know, uh, obviously putting Robert aside and, and probably sees, yeah. Uh, you know, you're saying like, you want this guy from us really? Uh, okay. W- what are you willing to offer? I mean, who on this white Sox team, Yeah, there's some bullpen arms have really impressed. I mean, I, I think, honestly, I think the white Sox are listening. On Cease as well, and, and maybe even Robert for the same reason. Teams get crazy uh, at the deadline. Uh, I wouldn't let Robert go, but if you know the track record, you know for the White Sox uh, with regards to spending on starting pitching holds up. You know maybe the organization sees the writing on the wall with Cease down the road, and uh, if he really uh, turns it on come deadline time, some contender offers the moon. I mean, it all depends on what direction the front office uh, decides to go in uh, and what other teams have to offer the White Sox. Uh, they have to, absolutely have to be asking for everything on Dylan Cease. But you know desperation happens uh, at the deadline. Uh, and, the, and I just believe, you know, going off of the previous Bob Nightingale article that I mentioned in the previous episode of Lockdown White Sox, there are GMs uh, all over baseball. Uh, that are just kind of hoping, you know, uh, I, I think, you know, it'd be nice if the White Sox continue to go the way they've been going because uh, they do have some players, especially bullpen arms, uh, and, you know, maybe a Lucas Giolito that we would like to make an offer on. Uh, this was Pedro Graffol after the ninth inning collapse on Monday night. Uh, that is tough, but at the same time, one run is not going to cut it. Uh, he said, We have to put points on the board, and that's just the way it is. It's tough in this league to win one nothing. Uh, what happened happened that ninth inning gets magnified, but we have to push some runs across the board. I'm not going to magnify that ninth inning. Uh, and and I'll fill in the context uh, where Aaron Bummer. Uh, couldn't throw it uh, over the plate, was bouncing it in, and Yasmani Grandal couldn't handle it multiple times. Uh, We had opportunities. We have to get back to work on Tuesday. Uh, White Sox did get back to work, but results were the same. Uh, This was Grafol on Otani. Uh, He's one of the best talents in baseball, if not the best. Uh, You make a mistake, he's going to make you pay for it. That's the type of talent we're dealing with. Uh, we have to make sure we make good pitches on Tuesday. We have to make sure we take good pitches. Mm. Uh, none of that really happened. Shohei Otani uh, just was not able to be stopped. But again, to uh, Grafol's point, he's one of the best talents in all of baseball, all the world. Uh, Michael Kopech had zero control uh, but It did not let the game uh, get out of control. Uh, Sox just did not have answers for Shohei Otani. More on that uh, in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Uh, Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Game time is the uh, place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use code LOCKDOWNMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKDOWNMLB for $20 off. Download game time today. A last-minute ticket's lowest price uh, guaranteed. Our White Sox face off against the Angels on Wednesday. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. Uh, Southsiders fell to the uh, uh, Halos 4-2 uh, late uh, Tuesday night. Uh, there was no trout in the lineup for the Angels. Aloy was in right field for the Sox and uh, Tim Anderson back at shortstop hitting second once again and uh, you know, it took forever uh, for Pedro Grafol to move Tim Anderson out of that one spot, and I just think it's going to take forever uh, for Pedro Grifol to move T.A. out of that two spot. It might take a, a beat writer asking him, questioning him why he's still in the two spot, uh, Grifol getting offended, and then a few days later uh, maybe moving him and then saying what a great decision that was, almost in a way of like it wasn't made for him. Someone else made the move, and he's just commenting, uh, on how appropriate it is for T.A. to be hitting lower in the order. We shall see. Uh, top of the first, uh, Otani on the mound, uh, fly out, uh, and then a strike, strikeout of Anderson, nasty slider, using a sweeper to start off Luis Robert Jr., then a splitter, sweeper, and a splitter to strike him out. Uh, Luis Robert Jr. might not see a lot of fastballs anytime soon uh, after Monday's display. Uh, Bottom of first, Kopech on the hill, pitching to Otani, uh, sitting 95 miles per hour with his fastball, then a changeup, then a 96-mile-per-hour fastball. Middle, middle, and I am not joking. It was middle, middle, and Otani absolutely destroyed it. Uh, To right field quickly, one nothing Angels. Just wow! I mean, you got to just sit back and just admire. But it was middle middle, Uh, but just the explosion uh, off of Otani's bat. Uh, Kopech labored in the inning, a base hit to Mustakas, then a two out walk. A Cats made a first inning visit. A Kopech got a strikeout to end the inning. Thirty one pitches. Top of second. A uh, leadoff double for Aloy, a uh, nice job by Vaughn, ground out to second base to advance, Aloy to third, uh, Yaz struck out on a high fastball, up to Berger, who has been ice cold lately, a lengthy at-bat sweeper from Otani got Berger, a uh, leadoff double was wasted, a uh, bottom second, Kopek issued a leadoff A walk, control problems, needing help from L.A. to to really swing at bad pitches to get him off the hook. Uh, After a caught stealing, Kopech walked another batter, then another caught stealing. Kopech was all over the place. He issued his third walk of the inning, slider missing low, fastball flying outside, Uh, was able to get a pop out to third to end the inning, uh, 53 pitches after two. Uh, Top of third, absolutely nothing. Sox had one hit, four strikeouts, and zero walks after three. Bottom of three. Michael Kopech uh, looking lost against Otani. Uh, I don't blame him. He went 3-0, then walked him on five pitches, his fifth walk of the game. He ended up getting out of it without any damage, but Kopech was clearly annoyed and frustrated at his performance uh, top of four a heavy dose of cutters from otani struck out ta uh, Luis robert jr swung it a 3-0 fastball just missed it uh, alloy flew out to right field uh, bottom of four uh, renifo uh, had a one out triple down the right field line uh, then another walk uh, Angels scored on a ground out to second. Really nice play by Andrews, uh, showing off some range uh, in the game. Two nothing. Angels. Uh, top of five. Berger uh, was a fly out to right field, and Yaz was doubled up to end the inning. I didn't get too much clarity on what happened there. There's no way Yaz was running, uh, and is like, is it what's Daryl Boston doing? Is he communicating with Yaz and making sure Yaz understands how many outs? Uh, Just very bizarre. And one of those fundamental things, if anything, that just keeps nagging the White Sox. Uh, Bottom of five, Michael Kopech back out there with 91 pitches on the arm and really zero control. Had Otani 0-2, went full, uh, and then he had a leadoff hit. Kopech walked Drury, and that was it. Grafol came to get him. Tuque Toussaint came in, inherited a two-on, nobody-out situation, got a double play, then a strikeout. Toussaint uh, stranded the two runners. Top of six, Sox had something going. A two-on, one-out. Tim Anderson struck out looking, and Luis Robert Jr. fell victim to off-speed stuff. Uh, Sox with three hits, nine strikeouts after six a bottom of six, nothing. Toussaint was still in the game. He had been very good, uh, pretty good with in a White Sox uniform. Top of seven, Aloy with a leadoff base hit uh, up the middle that almost took Otani's head off. Aloy hit the ball hard a few times on Tuesday. Uh, Yaz walked and Sox hit first and second with a one out. Otani was at 102 pitches, uh, still just a two nothing game. And after a conference at the mound, Otani was removed. And then a force out at third. Sheets ripped a base hit off of a chin-high fastball. So 2-1 Angels. Uh, Bottom seven. Shohei Otani does it again. Solo home run uh, to left center effortless with essentially one hand. Uh, 3-1 Angels. They tacked on another thanks to Mike Moustakas. 4-1 L.A. uh, Top of eight. 1-2-3 inning for our White Sox. And then top of the ninth. This one was a crazy, uh, crazy inning for the Sox. Uh, it ended up in, in a rough manner, but it was wild. Another leadoff double for Aloy Jimenez. Base hit by Vaughn brought Aloy home. So 4-2 LA Angels. Uh, still nobody out. Uh, Zach Remillard with the third Sox hit in a row. A uh, Berger with an infield hit. So you've got the bases loaded. Sox down by two. Sebby Savala struck out, and then Elvis rolled into a double play. Game over, mercy! I mean, you know, I, I, I gotta really go back and I've looked up the numbers before. I've got to I've got to figure this out again. Bases loaded, nobody out. Uh, how the Sox do in the league, uh, not only American League but in all of baseball? Because I feel like every time there's a situation, bases loaded, nobody out, they come away with absolutely nothing. Uh, What a way to end the game. Uh, It was really the Shohei Ohtani show, though. uh, Impressive to watch. I mean, it it was hyped up. You know, get to see him on the mound and what he can do. I mean, he had double-digit strikeouts, and he had two home runs. I mean, he just, and the power that he has on the mound. I saw Shohei Ohtani play uh, last year when the Angels came to the south side And he was not on the mound. He just hit. And really, the Sox handled him well. Uh, I think he struck out two or three times in the game. Uh, But just his presence, knowing that he can do absolutely anything at any time, you got to watch out for him. Uh, When he's on the mound and he's swinging a bat, and the way he did that on Tuesday, I mean, it is a one-man wrecking crew. Um, Ooh, Kopech. uh, Boy, what a rough outing for him. Um, You know, four innings, again. Four hits, two earned runs. So that's not bad, but seven walks, three strikeouts. His ERA sits at 4.080 through 102 pitches. Four innings. Uh, Kopech's last four starts. Four innings, four innings, four uh, four and a third innings, five innings. Long ago, uh, the back-to-back outings back in May. Uh, where he went seven and eight and gave up like three hits total in both of those outings combined with a bunch of strikeouts and low uh, amount of walks. I mean, gosh, that was, uh, we thought, okay, you know, we might not get this every single time, but I think he's finally arrived and he has gone back again. He's not given up a ton of runs, but still, he's only able to go four innings. I mean, that, that just isn't going to cut it. I'm sorry. I, I know uh, it's such a different game this day and age. And if you go five, you know you've maybe maybe you've set your team up for success. Even though I don't want to buy into that, I feel like you got to go six. You know, six, maybe seven if you can. But seven is very rare. I think six would be good. Uh, four, I, that streak of four, 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 and a third five. That that's a bad streak right now for Michael Kopech. He looks very lost. He looks very unsure of himself. And the confident Kopech that we saw, uh, trusting his stuff and his abilities uh, back in mid to late May uh, in those back-to-back starts, that is nowhere to be found. And he knows it. And he his body language shows it right now. Sox offense, uh, just two runs, nine hits. Sox were three for 12 with runners in scoring position. Lucas Giolito. Uh, We'll try to build off his previous outing against the Red Sox and probably bolster his trade value as he auditions for a a possible suitor on Wednesday. More on that in a moment. So game three of the series, Sox Angels on Wednesday, another late one uh, out in Anaheim. Uh, Giolito on the hill Lucas Giolito has a three and one record with an era of 3.97 and 56 strikeouts in eight appearances against the Angels in his career uh, faced the Angels on May 30th on the south side five innings four hits three earned runs a couple of home runs a couple of walks and five strikeouts. Uh Lucas Giolito is 5 and 5 with an ERA of 3.41 and 99 strikeouts in 16 appearances uh, this season. Last time we saw Lucas Giolito, it was a hard-luck loss to the Red Sox in the series opener uh, back on Friday, 6 innings, 3 hits, one earned run, uh, one walk, uh, 10 strikeouts. So, as I mentioned, A couple episodes ago, I believe it was, uh, the Los Angeles Angels might be looking for some pitching help if uh, they continue to trend in the right direction and can kind of claw, uh, not just in the AL West, but in that uh, wildcard picture. They're just, they're nipping there uh, to get into that last spot. Uh, They're going to be looking at arms, uh, whether it's some relievers or some starters. And I just think if Giolito keeps stringing some positive outings together, Uh, You know, all the smoke surrounding around, you know, well, you know, they might not bring back Giolito back. They're going to let him walk. Uh, uh, They're going to be shopping him around. Uh, There's something to it. I I absolutely do believe that if the Sox continue to go the way they've been going and Giolito keeps turning in solid outing after solid outing and facing a potential suitor, you know, uh, against the Angels, we shall see. Uh, Teams like the Phillies, the Dodgers, the Astros have been talked about. And, uh, you know, here we are, uh, 81 games. I mean, how does it feel? Uh, It feels so incomplete. You know, it feels like we were lied to, uh, just, you know, defeated, let down. Um, The hype over fundamentals and we're going to be playing the game a better way and better results and, you know, all the stuff that they were trying to put in. In the offseason, new coaching staff and uh, Graffol bringing this energy and and, and the, what the focus is going to be like. And he's going to have this team buying into uh, his system, what he wants uh, to be done uh, and the language that he's speaking uh, along with the folks that he has surrounded himself with. And uh, we just haven't seen it. Haven't even really seen glimpses four or five games in a row. I mean, is that the high watermark for this team through the first half? Uh, unbelievable. Uh, it's, uh, it's unfortunate. Um, you know, getting beat by Shohei Ohtani is, uh, uh you know, what are you going to do? You just kind of have to shrug your shoulders and this guy is an absolute monster. I mean, we haven't seen anything like it. Uh, and, and at least in my lifetime, you know, and that goes back many, probably many generations where we haven't seen anybody, uh, like a, a Shohei Ohtani. So, Uh, You know, thankfully, he won't be on the mound on Wednesday, but most likely he'll be in that lineup. And, you know, he has hit a home run in each of the games. Uh, He's got three in the series. Uh, You know, he can hit mistakes, but you can't go middle middle on Shohei Otani. Even if it is 96 miles per hour, uh, he will do what he did to Kopech uh, on Tuesday. Uh, folks, thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Locked On White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcasts. Uh, we are on Twitter at Locked On Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore uh, GGTB. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and get any questions or comments you have in at LockedOnSox at gmail.com. Uh, Sox stick on the Angels on Wednesday. Catch every pitch of the... White Sox hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app search, uh, White Sox. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen every day. Uh, hey, everydayers, uh, on the next episode, I will recap Lucas Giolito's outing and hopefully uh, it's a solid outing and Otani is kept in control. I appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sacks podcast. I'm Nick Morawski, and until next time, go Sacks.